Heard America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and NahumSiegel.com, and the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Uh, sponsor part or all of our radio broadcasts, go to uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Um, you'll see sponsorship opportunities, yard site, birthday, in honor of somebody, in memory of somebody. Go to uh, fjbunity.org. Well, I was not going to let the uh, aftermath of the Yeshiva University men's basketball season go by uh, without inviting um, one of their great players on the air to um, uh, talk about the season, frankly. Friday morning, you may recall, we spoke with Coach Elliot Steinmetz in, in one of the best and most comprehensive conversations he and I have had. And we've had a lot of really good conversations. Um, one of the best conversations we've ever had on the air. And that was the day after the uh, cancellation of the uh, Division Three playoffs, uh, Division Three basketball championships. Um, today... I've invited Donnie Katz, co-captain of the University men's basketball team, the Maccabees, to join me here at JM in the AM. Like I say, I couldn't let uh, any more time go by without someone representing the players to accept the thanks and accolades of the worldwide Jewish community, even though it seems like it was 100 years ago, even though, even though the season was only canceled on Thursday. <laughs> Uh, nonetheless, I don't want any more time to go by. Uh, Donnie Katz, I hope you and your family are healthy and well. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Pleasure to be here. Uh, you, you know, ju- just as you're getting so great at these media appearances, they cancel the season. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. <laughs> you guys are all over TV. Everybody wants to speak to you from every newspaper in America, and uh, and all of a sudden they pull the rug out from under you. All right, l- let's do the painful stuff first. When you when you left the New York area on Thursday, um, did you as players know that that the game would likely not take place on Friday? Um, at that point, we we weren't really sure. Uh, we had an idea. We talked about it the day before that maybe it might get canceled because of the outbreak. But we were about twenty minutes away from the hotel in Virginia when we found out that everything was going down. The visual was getting canceled. Then we figured. Division two and then division three, so we were about we were in Virginia when we knew about everything that was going to happen. Unbelievable! Uh, is, is there a way to? We got your coach's reaction, and obviously, you know, many emotions. Is there a way for you to describe the players' um, disposition after this news came down? Um, so, so what happened was that we. Uh, we first found out about it, and then, you know, at first we joked it off, as Elliot said the other day, that we're like, uh, we try and push things off, or we don't try and take it in right away, but, so at that time we joked about it, we are like, oh my gosh, is it really canceled, and then, I think later in the day, um, it kind of hit people hard, uh, especially the seniors, um, so it hit me, like, the day after, but also later that night, so it's kind of tough to take in, and a tough pill to swallow, because we knew what we could do in this tournament. And you proved it because um, the first two games, and for those of you familiar with the way college basketball works, Yeshiva did make it to the Sweet 16. The first two games were relatively dominant. I mean, you won by big scores by a lot of points and had you know, t- had players that were scoring insane numbers of points for a uh, playoff college basketball game. And I would imagine you had a lot of confidence. If you would have 
I mean, this is this is really an unfair question because I would guess you have only one answer to this. But if you would have played Friday's game, let's put it this way, you were fairly confident that you could have come out winners that day? Yeah, uh, we we believe that we were ready to play, um, you know, that game. And, and we thought we were definitely going to come out victorious. And then, you know, leading and then taking that game and leading to the lead eight and then the final four. So, I think after those two games, after that win margin we had and just the way we were playing playing basketball, the best basketball we played all season, uh, we were ready to win that three sixteen game and go to lead eight, the final four and win the entire thing. So we definitely had that confidence after getting those first two games out of the way. Unbelievable. Donnie Katz with us, co-captain, Yeshiva University men's basketball team. Now, I know you know this, and I know you probably know this even more than some of the other players may know it, uh, but the entire world is so thankful. The entire Jewish world is so thankful to you guys. Do you, do you, I said this to your coach on Friday. Do you know how many people I know that had Friday at 2 p.m. circled on their calendar? <laughs> no, nobody cared where they would be Erev Shabbos. Everybody was going to be focused on your Sweet 16 game. And I'm talking outside, obviously, of, of Israel, where, where it had been Shabbos already. I'm talking about every time zone ready to just, you know, uh, you know, just sit down and 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 be and be you know completely engrossed in, in the game. I assume you know this, right? Um, I, I know a little bit. I mean, we don't, we all don't know how many people watch. You know, coach talks to us about it. That you know, we have the entire community watching. My dad tells me. Uh, a couple people tell me, but we truly don't know how many people watch uh, the games. We've been hearing that it's. Thousands of people, but we honestly, we honestly have no idea. We know there's a couple watch parties here and there, but uh, when we before the games, after the games, until Akiva Popper tells us how many people are viewing, <laughs> uh, we don't, we, we don't, we don't know how many people watch at that time. Yeah, but I'm telling you that everybody was looking forward to Friday's game. I know you were as well, but everybody was looking forward to Friday's game, and so many people. And again, it's hard to say this to you because it's no emptier feeling than for you guys, but. You know, the whole community felt empty when it didn't happen and when when you guys couldn't continue to prove to the world that the uh, Jewish people can play basketball and the Jewish people <laughs> can bring so much pride and energy to the Jewish world. It's really, the, the, the whole thing was unbelievable. And, and Donnie, I, 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 I don't know if you could put this one into words, but explain to this audience what type of, com- of a commitment it takes and how long it takes to make it to the Sweet 16. Most people will look at your schedule and think, oh, it takes from November you know, to, to February to make it to the Sweet 16. Tell us how long and what type of commitment it takes to make it to the Sweet 16. Um, it's kind of, you know, I think every player would say this, um, you know, you take, you know, after the season last year, you take a couple months off and then, you know, maybe one or two months and you got to get right back to work because starting... Uh, let's say June, July. You gotta get you gotta get back in the gym, do your uh, do your work, and get prepared for the season in November. Um, so, I mean, starting November, uh, maybe October. Uh, we get uh, October fifteenth this year. We're allowed to start practicing with the team as a team of coaches, and that starts about six a.m. every day, and then you finish about eight a.m. And then you gotta go to school, and then you do it all over again the next day or the next night. So you're practicing four or five times a week at least. So when you start that the season, you're ready to go, and every game is one one day and then a break and then another day. But 
you're practicing those days between you waking up at 6.15, 6.30, as Elliot talks about uh, when it comes on the show. And it's just a commitment from us. It's, it's a lot, and it takes a toll on our bodies, and then we got to go to school every day. So it's it, uh, it, it, So it's something that you don't see in college basketball around the country. It is quite a commitment. And, uh, and chasing those balls that are going out of bounds and making <laughs> those uh, 60-foot passes, that's also not, not easy, right? <laughs> uh, but what I, what I was getting at, in your case – if I were to ask you again how long it takes to get to the Sweet 16, you'd probably say years. I think some of your teammates and you would say it took years to get to the Sweet 16. You thought about it years ago and knew that every step of the way, as we enjoyed you four years ago and three years ago and two years ago last year, as we enjoyed all of this and developed this incredible fandom for Yeshiva University basketball, you would say this was a commitment that started a long, long time ago. Yeah, uh, uh yeah, not just talking about this season. Um, um, so uh, I'd say about four years ago, I mean, actually when Elliot was recruiting uh, a couple of us, we talked about it, um, as he talked about a lot, uh, that, you know, trying to reculture the program, trying to revamp and make it something that people look upon as something enjoyable to watch. So coming in that freshman year, a couple of us, me, Simcha, Tyler, Kevin, uh, we were all thinking about, about that and how we're going to, change this program and make it something enjoyable and change the culture uh, and to make it successful. And that's what we try to do. Um, and leaving our senior year knowing that we did that is something that just you can't, you just can't take in, you know, uh, like you just can't think about it after we, after uh, coming in and we've all done that. So, you know, it's going to be emotional. I mean, it is emotional leaving now, but leaving on the right foot and what we developed is something that can't, you know, you can't not look back upon. <laughs> Have you had uh, have you had any serious long discussions with Simcha since Friday? Um, you know, we we try and we try and push it off. Uh, we probably spoke a little bit after you know after, we spoke a little bit after the game, but um, you know, uh, we try not to look back upon that right now. And I'm sure you know a couple months from now we we'll look back and you know. After we won the the second round, we spoke about wow, we're really going through sixteen. Like you said, like look what look what look what we've done now. It's enjoyable to watch. So, um, you know, we haven't reached that point yet, but I'm sure we're going to talk about it in the coming weeks. Any consolation that Yeshiva's eighth in the country? <laughs> you know, uh, we believe we should be number one. I think uh, Coach Belize, I think around the world should be. But, you know, moving up just in the ranking and, you know, getting Yeshiva recognized in, around the country in Division two basketball, you know, and that I've dreamed of, you know, we've dreamed of for a while, and now that it's happening, it's just—I would say it's emotional. Any consolation that uh, you, your teammates, your coach continue to be showered with honors and awards and recognition for what you did this year? Um, you know, we, you know, Elliot talked about this, you know, uh, after, you know, the cancellation. You know, we um, we get all these awards. You know, we uh, we finish in the Sweet 16, but it's not really one. Really, really, really wanted to finish the season. I think we wanted to finish the season, you know, as national champions, and we never got that job done. But uh, you know, getting all these awards, you know, my teammates getting all these awards, um, it's something special. It shows how hard we've worked and shows how hard they work to get here. You know, uh, Ryan winning Player of the Year in the region. You know, his game shows for itself, and you know, he's a great kid and got. Great character, and he's fun to be around, and he's fun to play with. 
you know, Gabe winning that uh, all-region thing and Elliot winning Coach of the Year, respected and Simcoe winning. Um, I think it just shows the testament how hard they work and how, how great the team is and how great a brotherhood we have and chemistry and just how great we get along with each other. So the awards are great, but we really want to finish a national champion. You know what else was remarkable? That uh, in a basketball locker room, and all of us have impressions of, you know, athletes' priorities after big wins, you're singing Mishanich Nasadar and having a pretty Hamish celebration. We thought that was pretty cool, frankly. Yeah, um, I don't know. I really don't know who started it, but, you know, to um, I think it was after the second game, there's dance in the locker room like that, you know, where all these new stuff is coming out about you shoot university, coronavirus, and how we can't play with fans, and we started it and all that. It just shows, like, you know, we're better than that. We don't really care what you say. We're going to come in here. We'll play every game. We're going to play the best game we have. We're going to beat you. And then we're going to go back in the locker room, celebrate, and put right around the corner. So we're like, all right, might as well just sing the song. So, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, so, so that's how we looked upon it. You know, we're not going to be looked upon by the, by the people around us. We're just going to go in here. We're going to win this game. We're going to come out victorious and we're going to go home. <laughs> Donnie Katz with us, co-captain Yeshiva University men's basketball team. Um, the, the, whole, the whole discussion that's going on now, about the possibility of the NCAA allowing seniors to extend their eligibility. Is this something that you are following or even interested in? <laughs> um, you know, I don't think it's going to happen for winning sports athletes. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I would... You know, to take a toll on my body in the season, I'm not sure about that because uh, I went through a lot. Uh, I know my dad's probably listening right now, wanting me to come back. I don't think it's going to happen anyway. Um, but if it does, and if all these guys come back in the senior class, I would consider it. But I just don't think it's going to happen. So, you know, I'm following it, but I don't think they're going to grant that. Donnie, are you aware of some of the people who are at the Skyline Conference Championship? <laughs> if, if I read to you the list of people that I recognized, <laughs> I think you'd be very impressed that all of a sudden <laughs> uh, people who uh, represent those areas of the community felt the need to be at your championship game. Uh, I know it was packed. Uh, to be honest, you know, talking to the guys in the court, I actually had to yell. I couldn't, you know, or I had to motion to them because when all you guys are cheering, which is great, you just can't hear each other so um so you know that was i mean that was the best atmosphere i probably ever played in especially at home and after the game you know your son was interviewing me on max live and my ears were still ringing so i didn't even i couldn't really hear him so you know the atmosphere is something that i think it beats all in division three and it's appreciative to show how much the fans uh care and love and you know I talk about this a lot when you guys are watching or anything like that. We don't feel a sense of pressure. We feel a sense of joy and excitement to go out there and not just play for us, but play for the Jewish people around the world. So um, that plays a big role in, in how we go out in every game. Just well, like we're playing for our team and we're playing for everybody else. Well, we love encouraging you guys, as do so many people around the world. I just found it funny that you became the hottest ticket in town. How many, pe- how many people asked you for <laughs> Skyline Championship tickets? Um... <laughs> uh, and a lot let's, more than family, let's just say that. <laughs> That's for sure. And finally, Donnie, I'll tell you that my favorite scene, 
Um, because look, we've been, I think this audience knows that I've been to a lot of games over these years. Uh, my favorite scene, frankly, was, you know, you, you are, um, as professional as you could possibly be on the court, especially for those who know how emotional you are, you are always as put together as you possibly can be, which is to be admired because you are a very, uh, emotional, uh, person and player. Uh, but when those final seconds were ticking off in the Skyline Championship, seeing your reaction, it looked like it was it was a a goal of four years that you had finally achieved. That this was you know such a not just relief but such an incredible amount of pride for that achievement. And am, am I right that that essentially for those couple of seconds, th- those entire four years, you know, flashed before you? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think as the one of the seconds ticked down, there was like a gif that my teammates made. I like, I fist pumped and I yelled and, you know, um, so, but yeah, I would say that, you know, two out of four years that we've won here, um, you know, I cried right after and I, I told my wife the day before, I'm probably going to cry if we win tomorrow. <laughs> um, so, uh, I did and, and it's just, you know, it really is four years flashing in front of my eyes, you know, coming from a freshman year to now, just dreaming and realizing what we've done here and how to even the culture. You know, I gave, I gave Simcoe a hug at, at the court. I mean, we were both, you know, tearing up. And, Unbelievable. You know, uh, I, and uh, Elliot came over to me and he goes, are you crying? I said, absolutely. And he goes, yeah, I love it. Um, so Unbelievable. It really, was, it really was a lot of emotion hitting me all at once. And, yeah. um what a commitment! What a commitment, yeah. and what an yeah. unbelievable accomplishment! And boy, the, the how proud you made us! Oh, by the way, I got to ask you the question that I'm asking <laughs> anybody associated with the Max. What do you think of the uh, Ofec Reef Purim costume? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh gosh, we seen a couple that were being sent into the group chat, and, and I'm just losing it. <laughs> and now, by the I way, I, I mean you're probably aware of this. But you have, you know, you have Jewish. Com- I mean, we'll get back to this day, hopefully, where where we could do some of the following. Uh, you have Jewish uh, kids, you know, birthday parties at your games. You have uh, kids asking for autographs from you and the other players, uh, pictures and you know selfies, of course. Uh, and and you have kids who are now, you know, m- as as they toss their laundry or their garbage, and they used to be, you know, Magic Johnson. Now they're now they're imitating, you know, Donny Katz and Simcha Halpert. I, I mean, yeah. Um, I just, uh, you know, I say this a lot, and I talk, I talk to my dad about this a lot, is that you don't really know, um, I might have talked about this on, last time I was on a show, you, don't, you never really know who's watching you, and these kids that are sitting behind the bench, they come to every game. Um, you know, at one point, we were those kids uh, sitting there, and we wanted high fives and everything like that, so I kind of, <clears throat> I like to take it upon myself to recognize these kids, because you never know how you can... Uh, change their day, especially just meeting them or talking to them, taking a picture with them. So, like I say, you never know who's watching you, and you have to be a good role model and take any anger that you have and put it in yourself when they're not looking around because you don't want to show that. And I would, and I would bet at this age, you you don't even know the half of it yet. You'll, you'll hear it down the road. You'll be, you'll be over, over, over over, over the next 20 years. And I, I, I can guarantee you this over the next 20 years and everyone should live and be well. You're going to hear from, uh, from both kids and adults who, uh, you know, whose lives were changed. And I'm not trying to be too dramatic, but you know, lives can change in a minor way also that, that are significant, uh, whose lives were changed because of, uh, uh, of, of their being so enthralled with what you and your teammates did both this season and throughout the last four years. 
Donnie, uh, what can I say? Thank you. This is this was really the point of, of getting you on this morning. I didn't want another few days to go by without people remembering. You know, it seems like a million years ago last Friday. No, does it seem like a million years ago? <laughs> yeah, I, I it really feels like two, three weeks ago at least. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't want you to. Uh, I didn't want more time to go by without saying a big thank you. Please tell all your teammates as well. I am representing, as you know, in this case, I'm certain. I'm certainly accurate in this case. I'm representing hundreds of thousands of people that have such an appreciation for what you guys have done, what you've accomplished, and all the joy you've given us. When one of my own kids was watching an NBA game and says to me, "I'd rather be watching the Max," I said, "Wow, that that's, that says it all." So, thank you, sir, and we will speak down the road and hopefully if in the next few months, you know, the government officials allow it, hopefully we'll get you in studio at some point to do a really proper wrap up with you and your teammates. Yeah. I love to. Thank you, Malcolm. I appreciate it. A pleasure. Take care, Donnie. Donnie Katz is co-captain of the Yeshiva University men's basketball team, the Maccabees. We give them one big thank you uh, for this incredible run and so much joy and so much pride that they've given us. And believe it or not, and, and it is hard to believe, someone pointed this out, um, I think Robbie Penner pointed it out during the Dwar Torah he sent out today that I saw. People don't realize that you know every hour that goes by, it seems like a day under these circumstances. It was just last Friday that the game was supposed to take place. It was just last Thursday that we heard the unfortunate news that the uh, you know NCAA had to cancel everything, uh, top to bottom. And I am not at this point. Obviously, you'd have to be foolish to to argue with their action. Obviously, at this point, it would be foolish. You know, with all the frustration that we had. Uh, with these games not being played in front of fans, and then, of course, the cancellation. But uh, it's still very sad, and still uh, we wonder what would have happened. We wonder what would have happened. Donnie Katz is confident that Yeshiva University could have been the best Division Three basketball team in the country. Wednesday morning broadcast at 23 minutes after 8 o'clock. More coming up at JM in the AM.